everybody welcome to the winner's circle i'm derek unfortunately cody could not be here today he had to work he's bummed about it because this was a last minute edition and i was like hey we're going to be interviewing the guy that you can probably see on the screen right now the very talented chris kirkpatrick and he was like man tell him i said what up so first off chris cody says what's up he's a big fan um i'm a big fan <laughs> we're, we're, we were we were saying it last night we were talking i'm like man we're gonna interview chris tomorrow you want to get in on it? he's like dude are you kidding me but um First off, I'm actually Chris, really excited to hear like how stupid you guys think I am or we, how like whatever. We could talk game. We could talk game for <laughs> I sure. I want to talk game with you guys. <laughs> we we could definitely talk game. First off, I want to say congratulations because you're now smart. You're part of a very small group of people who've gone in there. It's it's a it's a little family that we have. We don't all get along, but ultimately yeah. there's a very small group of people in the whole world who know what it's like to go into the Big Brother house. Everyone thinks sure. they know but they right. don't. So congratulations on that. First and foremost, how, how are you doing the morning after your, the morning after your death in the yeah. big brother game? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm still decompressing. You know, there's still, obviously this is the first time I can actually say, you know, you understand that, especially you guys are in there for so freaking long. Um, it just, you know, a lot of emotions come out. You know, I told myself though, going in, I wasn't going to let it break me regardless. And, and I don't think I did that, you know, and I didn't break down. I didn't break down after it was just, it was a lot. And it was, it was very ups and downs. And luckily I think I, I played and I did exactly what I wanted to do. And so I could walk out with my head up, even though I was told, you know, yesterday morning and you let all the little stuff, you know, I don't think people understand how it is the little stuff in the house or the little things. And I, I was trying to explain to somebody, you know, going into the big brother house, you think, okay, get an alliance, you know, you think the major boring parts about Big Brother that you're like, this is what I need to do. But you don't realize that it's every little detail of everything you do that everybody's watching and everybody's looking at. And I don't know how it was with, you know, a normal cast. But with celebrities, it's so different. And it's so like, there's a lot of entitlement. And there's a lot of people walking around and expecting things to be cleaned up after them or you know expecting that if you start talking to them they just look over and start into another conversation and ignore you because it has nothing to do with their game at that moment and that so they don't care and they kind of move on and it was just a lot of walking on eggshells in there that you don't realize dude it's the same thing on the regular every little thing like you said from cleaning up a dish to just like not saying good morning to someone, yep. it could affect your whole game. It could affect yep. your whole game. But I wanted to ask you because you were one of the few people that went into the house. You were a, a super fan of the show. You've watched for many years. I know Lance is a big fan of Big Brother yep. as well. Yep. So you went in there as not just like a celebrity going to play this game or going for a check or whatever. You like, you actually want to experience it. So I'm sure you had expectations from the game itself to like the physical house. How were those met? How were they different? What are some of the things maybe you underestimated about Big Brother from a fan perspective now being a player? Um, I think one of the things I underestimated was the amount of boredom or the amount of trying to, you know, entertain yourself when I'm very like visual and I need stimulation all the time of things. And, you know, singing is huge for me. Like everything that happens in my life is singing if somebody says you know any words it's it's a song that i know and you start singing it and you get that voice of stop singing and and especially somebody that's a singer when they says please stop singing you're like man am i that bad or you know things like that so there was a lot of 
you know, living with other people, um, the, the house itself, you know, was a freak out moment. You walk around and you're like, oh, this is, and you're thinking about Big Brother's past of this must have been where that spiral staircase was. And now it's this staircase. And this is usually where the bathroom is. And these are where the rooms are. And this is where the diary room, the storage room. I love the storage room, by the way. I was Mr. Storage Room. I don't know if you saw that on any of the live. No, no, I did. That's my sanctuary. That was my sanctuary too. It's like the one space where you feel like you can get away and do your own thing. Not just that, but it was like Amazon. I'm like, oh, there's <laughs> something in here. You've got no strips. you got no strips. You know, it was like, it was fun to go in and see all the new stuff in there. But it was, you know, it was, it was a lot, obviously a lot harder, you know, with the eggshells. And, and, and it is strange you know, to be playing the celebrity big brother, because like I said, it's not, it's not a bunch of people who are in there. And at first you're thinking, you know, these are celebrities, you know, Lamar Odom's got money, whoever, these people have money. It's not about money. It's about having fun right? until money really starts to come into it. And everybody's like, no money, 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 money. And I'm like, I mean, you guys are good, right? Like this yeah. isn't a, but you know how money changes people and and, you know, everybody already has a backstory going into it. So, you you know, there's already relationships formed as soon as you look at somebody. Whereas, you know, you guys, you could lie about being a cop or you could lie about being a lawyer or whatever you are. Whereas I can't lie about yeah, that element's gone. They, they'll know immediately. So it's like you have to go in and you have to play yourself from the get go. And that makes it a little difficult. But then there's times where you know, Shana and I would be talking in the house and it's like, oh, you know, so-and-so and you know, so-and-so and like, you know, you have mutual friends and they're like, oh, what about them? And that, that kind of bonds you a little bit or relates right. you. So it's kind of easier in that perspective too. I, wa I wasn't on my questions to ask you, but you brought it up and it's a good one because Cody and I were talking about it when they announced the cast, when we played, like you said, the singing, like, although we're not good singers, we want, you want to just like sing, you're bored, right. you're humming. We couldn't even sing like happy birthday. Right. And right. I was like, dude, with Chris being in there, you know, I know there's a lot of like legal elements to it, but I busted, I busted CBS's chops a little bit on Twitter because every time someone would mention like a pun with like NSYNC or right. like, you know, they would talk about you being in a boy band. They would have this corny Backstreet Boys type music play right. over you. It wasn't you guys though. And right, I'm like, CBS, right. please stop that. He, for <laughs> Chris's sake, please stop that. But you couldn't sing even your own songs in there if you wanted nope. to. I Nope. I couldn't sing my own because they have to get cleared by all the other guys. That's crazy. And yeah, it was, it was, it was, they, I mean, they wouldn't even play, you know, when you get the lockdown. Yes. The, the music in the morning. Yeah. In, in the, whatever it was, they couldn't even, they didn't even get them cleared. So they didn't even play them then. And it was kind of funny because some people were like, I want to do that. Cause I want to learn the dance just one time. Yes. And, but that is, that's huge that you bring up too, that how amazing, how much you appreciate the little things and, and, <laughs> One of the little things is music. And one of the little things when you wake up in the morning and you hear that one song or three songs you get in the morning and you're just like, you know, just give me more of it. And then it just stops. And then that gut wrenching feeling comes in. Oh, back to back to the game, back to not being able to sing back to like playing this got to be this person. And because everybody goes in as avatars. You know, it's True. like everybody's got their avatar. And, and I still don't know anybody in that house because I haven't had the chance that you had to meet them outside the house and right. drink with them and go, you know, listen, this really was me, but I'm a little more like this too, because I had to be this person in the house.
Right. Yeah. No, I, I know when I got in there, I went there to, to win, obviously, but like you do start to appreciate the small things, family, friends, yeah. like the things you take for granted. Like you said, like getting up in the morning and being able to put on the radio if you want, yep. or just, you know, being able to go to the bathroom in private, like these sunlight, little... sunlight, we didn't get sunlight. That's crazy. We were talking, we've been talking about it all season. That is, I don't know. I know it's not as long. Mm-hmm. Cody was saying he couldn't do it. He couldn't have it where you can't go out and get like, Sun, like you said, like vitamin yeah. D in the morning. That's crazy. Yeah. Sunlight. And, and yesterday, of course, they, they give us all the deets yesterday and I get kicked off so I can freaking see it for myself anyways. But it was amazing to me to be sitting there and joking around with Todd and Lamar the whole time, um, betting on who's in the Super Bowl and having Julie kind of break it to us and like, wait, what? Cincinnati has made it like they beat Kansas City. Dude, you know, and it was just Burrow's like a thing. Right? Joe Burrow's a thing right now. He's he's unbelievable. He's, he's a mood right now. Everyone's. I'm, I'm a Steelers fan, so I have to kind of hate him a little bit. A little bit. But I got I got I got a pull for that. Who's your team? Are you a Boston guy? Pats. Yeah, Pats uh, all the way. So we're in trouble. Man, yeah, I had I, so much respect. I, <laughs> I know. You were, I, you were I, like my favorite. <laughs> I had like a Tampa slash boss uh, Pats thing for the last two years because of Tom. Or, but why is that? I wonder why would you have a Tampa thing? I, so I would I would leave my wife for Tom Brady. This is, this is what I tell my boss because I got a lot of really good buddies that are Boston fans. And of course, of course, you know, there's a big ribbon between Steelers and Boston guys. But I was like, I was like, listen, Boston, stop celebrating. Tampa won the Super Bowl, not your team. You don't get this one. Give it, Tom Brady can have it. You guys do not get this one. It's true. It's sad. It was really sad. I mean, I, I'm, I'm at the end of the day, when it comes to Tom versus Pats, I got to root for Pats, but right. Tom's Tom's my guy for life. He, he got so many good experiences throughout my years, like growing up. Like I got to experience all those championships, like in my 20s. I can't believe he retired too. I just found that out last night. Like, yeah, you got it. it it's tough. I'm, it's just still a sore subject to me. Okay? <laughs> it's um, a sore subject. I was in the house, Derek. What are you dude, talking about? Sore subject. There was here? so many things I missed when I was in there, and I was in there for a hundred days. Like, yeah. Um, I remember Al Qaeda when I went in wasn't a thing. When I came out, it was like there's a thing called Al Qaeda. I was like, wait, wow. what? So like wow. things like that where it's it's crazy. By the way, our gas prices are still up, so you don't you didn't miss yeah, that. That figures. <laughs> are, you, are you out here in LA or you're in? No, Boston? I'm in Rhode Island. I'm in oh, Rhode, Island. Rhode Island still. Yep, okay. still. You're in Rhode Island, so it's different. I'm in Nashville. It's you know we we do what we want there. We, yeah, you guys got a different set of rules we out drill there for our own gas. There. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, little bit of drama. Little bit of drama. I wanted to ask you about it because I remember coming out of the house. There were things that I had to not even address, but like I didn't know about when I was in there. But I remember at the beginning of the season before the feeds came on, there were some things being said around the house that maybe you and Mariah had a beef or right. you something, maybe her and Todd. Can you give us a little light into that? Because we'll never know other than from right. you guys, because right. the feeds weren't on. Well, basically, um, it all started. It, that house was a hard place for Mariah and it was a hard place for Chris Catan. And Mariah, Mariah's got this weight like she really felt like she was representing her community and you know there was a big it it, it was hard in the house which I think you experienced too it was hard in the house to walk in and try to play as just a person and not worry about sexual orientation not worry about color of your skin you know but I've never had to you know worry about that really well a little bit growing up but you know, it wasn't really on my mind, which I know was on a lot of others, pe- other people's minds. And you have to be very, you know, careful and, and courteous to that type of thing. And she just felt like there was a lot of weight on her shoulders. And, and she lost, lost it a couple of times, like really just, 
you know, it was too much. There was times where it was like awkward for her and she didn't like the banter that Todd and Lamar had and, and how they talked about, because I think there were some things said about like her culture versus Todd's culture and how Todd's culture had it way worse. And that really upset her. Like they didn't understand where she was coming from. So it was really racially charged. And, and, you know, I wanted to stay away from that and kind of let them, you know, hash it out. But there was a time when, you know, she was letting the whole house know how bad that hurt her. And she just kind of turned to me and like threw me under the bus a little bit, even though I'd had her back and I was supporting her the whole way. And I was like, what? Like, where did this even come from? Like, I had your back. And that was the only like real beef. I think, I think after that, it became, she got really close with Misha and mm -hmm. I was close with Misha and there was, but a lot of people were close with Misha. So in my head, I'm thinking, I'm in this kind of alliance that I don't really know who's in or what's going on with it. So I kind of have to find a way of picking them off of my own alliance. Because the other side of the house is two people at this point. Right. You know, and it, it, it's always going to be there. And we don't have to worry about that. I'm worried about when they start turning. I could be a low man on totem pole. So I just start picking these people apart. And that was kind of my whole game from then on, I had to keep doing that. So no, I mean, I think you honestly, and we could, we'll probably talk after this interview too, but you had a great strategy going in. I thought you were playing the middleman. I really enjoyed what you were doing. I thought you were on my fantasy team. You were on my fantasy ah, team. I yeah, picked, good. I had you and Mariah, so it didn't go well for me, but, <laughs> yeah. but right I had away, you. You're like, wait, I got there going head to head. I you literally won HOH and I'm like, yes. And then you put yeah. Mariah on the block and I'm like, Chris, no, <laughs> but no, I thought it was good. And you know, I, I thought you were going to go very far and we could talk about that. And I want to talk about Todrick's uh, exit interview uh, uh -huh. message you sure. last night. I saw the whole thing on the show. Any hard feel what's your take on Todrick? Have you talked to anybody in the outside yet? Like where are your um, feelings have, on that? I have, uh, my feelings are, are obviously changing, but in the moment, you know, yesterday morning, he came out, like he, he wasn't talking to me for the last two, three days. And you know what it's like in the house. Oh yeah. You see somebody when they're purposely just ignoring you. And, you know, I was saying like, Hey, where'd you get that shirt or something like that? And he just pff, shrugged me off. And I was like, you know, what the heck? Like, I knew he was gunning for me <clears throat> and I, I, after I knew he was gunning for me, I was kind of gunning for him too, but it was like, that was still game and you have to live a life and you have to kind of be courteous and play the game and play the life or whatever. And it was just really mean. And then finally, when it was like, I knew I was kind of out the door, you know, we had this like coming to Jesus moment where we sat in there and talked it out yep. and it wasn't talking for me. Like he said, let me talk. And I was like, I'll let, you know, I'll give you a moment, let him you know, basically just berate me and say like the meanest things. And I'm thinking to myself in the, at the very end, like if I'm the dirtiest player on the planet, what I did was I said, I've got you. And now I turned on you and that's it. Mm -hmm. But he made it more than that. And it was like this big, huge, I mean, you know, when he, he was yelling at me that he wouldn't even want to, he goes, I don't want to see you outside this house. I don't want to be friends. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, where is all this? I don't think I've done anything in this house to warrant things like this. And walking away, he's like, well, you embarrassed your son and you're a horrible dad. And when you bring stuff like that in, that's the first time I was like, yo, don't even go there. 
Yeah, no, like, you I'm can't, like, can't I'll bring play kids this into game, it. I'll do whatever, but you don't even go there. And he's like, oh, I went there. And then I was just like, well, you know, I'm going out anyways. I'm going to have to leave it. And mm. right before I went out, he came up and was like, listen, I just want you to know water under the bridge now and kind of apologetic a little bit. My mom would kill me if if I did it. So when I saw his message, you know, I knew it wasn't going to be nice anyways. But now outside the house, you know, seeing this whole thing that was going on and, you know, it, it, it hurt because I thought I was walking out of the house like I said, I didn't want to walk out of the house. Like if I walk out of the house and they're like, you could win this next comp, you're a threat. You got to go. I'd be high-fiving. I'd be, you know, doing the jiggy, getting jiggy with Julie, whatever <laughs> it was, having fun. And, but walking out like disgraced was like humiliating and it, and it hurt so bad. And it was like, nah, you ended, you, you went out. All right. And I, I, the one recommendation I would make, and you guys don't need each other, obviously everyone's got to establish like, but the one thing I'd recommend, I recommend it to everybody that I talked to from previous seasons is get on a phone with each other. And before you guys start doing, you know, whatever out on social, whatever, and you're not a huge social guy, but you know, yeah. talk to each other, like hash it out yeah. because I'm sure when it's in there, everything's magnified. Right. And then when you get right. out, it's funny how somebody who is your enemy in the house, right, is you, not. You found an, you find an understanding and you move on with your lives, and you may never see each other again. But it's all good and it's water under the bridge. Um, but back to game because I hate the drama stuff. Yeah, yeah, me too. You were in a great position, in my opinion. Yep. And you know you're a super fan. Like you know the only thing is to survive, and anything can happen any day. And you guys were safe. You had your number one alliance member, Shana, with the POV which is basically like you having it that mm -hmm. guarantees you're both staying. You got an HOH yeah. coming up. Anything can happen. If you win H right. you already won one HOH, right? You could win another one. Shana could win when you guys could go back to back. Why make that move that point when you still had some floaters in there that were, you guys could pick off for a couple more weeks or a couple more days in your well, season. I, I think that was, you know, my intention because I, I was honest with Misha. I had to play a straight up game with Misha. I was completely transparent with her but my intention was thinking, I don't like the way this, this other side of the house is going. You know, I, I would sit down there in the room and, you know, you know, it's, it's your relationships and how you see people and how you view people. And then I would see Misha and Todrick sit up and not talk to anybody and just rule the house and figure out who's going next. And you hear them in the bathroom, who they're, who's going to vote for them. And when, when they're standing up there in the end and, things like that. And I think, you know, the inner big brother fan and the inner like ID, IDG, whatever, I don't give a, you know, rat's yeah, ass yeah, about I gotcha. this kind of steps in and says, you know what, let's make it fun. Let's, let's shake this freaking house up. Let's, let's show the people that aren't playing that anybody could go up and you could play. And more importantly, I want to protect Carson because I, I enjoyed Carson. He wasn't in my alliance. Like you said, Shane and I were sitting good. We could have sat back. But in the end, if once they picked off Carson, you know, not knowing where last night would have gone, probably right. Todrick would have won it then. And then it would have been like, I knew that he was gunning for me. So Shane and I were next. And why, why sit around and wait for that when we could take a swing? When I heard Misha, overheard Misha say, Hey, Todd, would you be willing to go up as a pawn uh, yep. if she pulls down Cynthia? Because her thing all that long was she thought she was pulling down Cynthia. So I kind of banked on that, and I knew it was, it was a long shot. And then the worst part was I knew 
when I was in the room with Misha and she asked me straight to my face and I could have, I could have been mm-hmm. not truthful, but it would have still been truthful when she said, are you, would you vote with us and vote Carson out? You know, her saying, would you vote with us and vote Carson out? It still wasn't straight for me. So I couldn't say yes. And the relationship we had by me not saying yes and being able to live with myself, her knowing that she knew that I wasn't going to, you know, that there was something yeah, else. She knew up. something was up. As soon as Carson and, came off, she, the line was drawn. That yeah, was it. As soon as Carson came off, the line was drawn. And plus I thought if she puts me up, I'm out. Like I'm good. If, even if, if I don't leave, then I'm out from under the dictatorship of being pawned around and told what to do. And, and I wanted to make it fun. So take Carson out. So I know Carson's safe. I was hoping that they would have put Todd up so we could have saved Cynthia too. But in the long run, when, when all that went down, I knew it was either me or Carson. And that sucks because you've either got somebody that could win a comp, a physical comp or somebody that could win a mental comp. And one of them is going to be gone. Whereas Cynthia, as much as I love her, you know, she wasn't really winning anything. It was just like, she was just kind of there. And if she would have got taken out, then we would have been really strong. Cause then we would have had me, Shayna and him. So it was, I was willing to take the chance. I was willing to shake up the house. I was willing to have fun and get thrown out for gameplay and not for being a horrible father. Well, you left the whole, you deviated from the, what would Derek do? Because I would have sat there and I would have been like, yeah, send Carson home. Cause I got to just win HOH. And that's, but that's a different story. Final, yeah. final word to you. Any advice, whether it's celebrity or regular big brother, now that you are in the small group of individuals who played the game, what advice would you have for potential future house guests that are watching, watched, just watched you and may apply this summer? Don't do it. Run, <laughs> run away. You don't need this in your life. No. Um, you know, it is there, there. The thing about big brother is there are peaks and valleys you have to enjoy and ride the peaks, but understand that the valleys are going to be there and understand there's going to be times where you're going to get paranoid. And you know, what I kept saying, like in the diary rooms, at least mostly a lot of times to the producers was, you know, there's two levels of the way I look at things. There's my comfort level and there's my um, anxiety, stress, paranoid level. And I said, both of those have to be right here in the middle. I'm like, if either one of those gets too high or too low, it's going to mess with you. And, you know, the minute you start to get the minute you're HOH, when I was HOH, I was right in the middle, you know, because I knew I'm HOH could put a target on my back. I could easily go home the next week, which I did freaking big brother history backdoor yourself <laughs> winning. But, um, you know, it was like paranoia. You, I, I did get really paranoid a lot, but a lot of that was, was, you know, I thought it was well received because, I, I knew Todrick was playing everybody. I could see it. But when he came to me, you know, and it's different when you think you see it or when he, they, when they come to you and say straight up, why do you think this? And you're like, uh, uh, I don't know, like you're talking, you know, you just get the, you have to go with instincts in there and you of all people have the best instincts. So it's like, you know, I don't, would you really have let Carson go? Like you would have yes. really, because yes, Carson would have, you weren't his number one. So you were still like, 
You were down right. the totem pole and you had Lamar and Todd in there that you could still kind of, you had to work on them more because they were kind of just floating in the middle. Yeah. And that's what, what's concerning because you never know which way they're going to vote. But I would have rolled the dice because you had Shana, who was a good competitor. Right. I would have tried for the, you, this HOH would have been do or die for you. This would have been right. the one because you're right. If you didn't win tonight's last night's HOH and you were still in there and Todrick did, there's no other big threats besides you and Shana. So you guys got to go. But right. you just try, you got to survive one more day, just one more day yeah. and, and, and get a little lucky sometimes. But I get where you're coming from. And you guys are in a different perspective uh, boat because I was playing for like life changing money in my mind. You're in right, there for right. fun. For it's sure. a different. I don't got the in sync royalties. You for know what sure. I'm saying? For sure. I get <laughs> yeah. that. And, and I get that, too. And, and that was part of it. But that actually, believe it or not, was brought up a lot in our house. You know, and I'm sure things like when Teddy, when Teddy was going out or whatever, I heard uh, Todrick and Misha like, why is she even on here? She doesn't need the money. She's going home to her cushy house. And, you know, Todrick was one of the biggest proponents of, you know, she doesn't need this. She's, she's got everything she needs. I need this. I'm struggling, you know, whatever. And then he turned around and talked about his 10,000 square foot house and that he's going to buy a $250,000 piece of memorabilia for something. And I was like, you know, that's hypocritical. And there was, there was so much more. I, I think it was, I think it was, I, I, I didn't play the game like you because there was something that kicked in, in, in on me that I just felt this, I don't want to say bully because that's a really, you know, tainted kind of word that I, I don't want to use, but I just felt this like entitlement where it was like pushing people around. And, and I said, coming in, regardless, I'm not going to let that happen. And if that happens, I'm going to stand up for it. Whether or not it gets me voted out, that's fine. At least, you know, I got voted out and my plan's still in action because Carson wins HOH. Yes. And they've got control again. And, and the game's going to be fun, except mm -hmm. he's not going to put Todrick up because Todrick's snake in his way. And I'm the only one that sees it. He, he's got a he's got a good grasp. He's got a good spot in the game. I'll say he that. Does. He does. But, he you know, listen, I'm telling you straight up, you'll see it. You know, I appreciate you playing because you were someone that I immediately recognized. Huge fan of yours my entire life. You know what I mean? I was a huge insane, born in 84. So like right. you guys were it, right? You guys right. were definitely it. And seeing someone like you that I was a fan of go in there and play a game that I played. And not only that mentioned me, yeah. that was a huge win for me. I was surreal. I was telling my wife, I was like, Chris Kirkpatrick was saying that he was a dude, fan of mine. That's dude, crazy. So, I mean, many times, many times we, we do like, you know, it, it's crazy because I don't know how it is on the normal season, which is funny that I say that because I only watch the normal season. I haven't even seen really the second season of Celebrity. I saw the first season, but I, I know the normal one. We have big brother pools. We yeah. have like where I, I lay up and when the live, when the um, after dark's on, we'll fall asleep to that just mm -hmm. to hear the chatter or see the key around somebody's neck and go, oh, okay. That person wins it because I like the I like the mental game and I like what's being played. It was a lot different. Being it's tough to there. do that in a short season, too, by the way. You're at a yeah. disadvantage being a salary. But listen, I can tell you this. You did it the right way. You carried yourself well. You went out the right way. You could people go out the wrong way. So those are things that a lot of people go back and regret. Yeah, you're not going to have that. Your son's going to end up watching this one day. He's going to be like, that's pretty cool. You know what I mean? Seeing you on there. Not that right. you haven't done a billion other things. Yeah, it's gonna I, say I get it. But this is this is this is bucket list. No, nah, it's a bucket list. And, and honestly, I, I'm proud to have you as part of the family. I appreciate yeah. it. Get back to your lovely family back in Tennessee. And me and you will talk again soon. Appreciate you joining us good, here Derek. on the Winner's Circle, brother.